for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. On game day. All right, baby. <laughs> John Jay was talking about how much geraniums mean to him as it indicates the end of summer, the beginning of the fall, the beginning of planting season. Well, baby, there's nothing that says fall like the start of college football. Yes. <laughs> Had to pull Rosie in from outside. We've, they've got all the TVs at the station, and there's games playing on a oh. few. We have to turn the TVs off inside the broadcast studio. Man, oh, man, oh, man. One more hour, one more hour. Actually, you have a lot more than that. The game doesn't even start till LSU doesn't kick off till like 4.30 our time. That's right. That's right. We got lots of time. We got a lot of time. We got an hour left here of the broadcast. I got, I got time for, I even got time for my Saturday nap. It's the open home hour. Anything you want to talk about, your home, castle, or cabin, one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Text can be sent to 411923 or email at info at com. This is the last week of August, so we just wrapped up Security Month. We did. And, I mean, we covered it from every angle. All of those available at rosieonthehouse.com and the radio tab. You can listen to them individually. Uh, segment by segment, or you can sign up for the podcast and get them. If your home isn't more secure this day than it was August 1st, then you're not doing your homework. (laughs) You're not paying attention. Because we talked about how to buy smart locks, where to buy them, where to install them, how to make your home less desirable, target for burglars, what are the good quality windows, and what do you look for in window and door locks and security? Choosing the right security system and system provider. And then today, we covered the insurance aspect of that. Every single week of this past month, we've been trying to give you the information you need to make your home more safe and secure. And we do that because we want to be your best friend. Here, right here at Rosie on the House. And we'll take your calls, one 767 Let's talk through any project you might want to talk about. But before we get on to a little bit more security stuff, again, I'm just like the newest proud papa. Rosie on the House has been the number one contractor referral service in Phoenix for a decade. We're the first and we're the oldest and we're the strongest contract referral directory in Phoenix. Thursday night, from the Arizona Daily Star, we won every Arizona homeowner's favorite resource. And our contractor, certified contractors in Tucson, all were winners and uh, favorites. And I'm talking about New Frontiers Painting, Rebath of Tucson, West Coast Roofing, Connecticut Water Treatment, Joel Kahn of Tierra Antigua Realty, Arizona Foundation Solutions, Ram Jack of Arizona, Overhead Door of Tucson in Southern Arizona, as well as Omni Pool and Design. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was just Rosie on the house 
all night long. Uh, so congratulations to all of our partners down in Tucson. Thank you, uh, Tucson homeowners, for recognizing the work that we put into creating the safest referral network you can have anywhere and rewarding us with that with the votes on Arizona's best through the Arizona Daily Star. Thank you very much. So, a little correction from last week. This is one of the reasons we try not to do math in real time. I do love numbers. I love math. But one of the things in radio is you never want airtime. So if you do it in your head on the fly, trying to not have that silence while you're calculating, it is very easy to make silly mistakes. And we were talking about the 50,000 acre feet of water yes. that we are they're anticipating being short at Lake Mead, which will start tier zero rationing of the CAP system. It actually started it, right? In January. Yeah, okay. It okay. won't kick in until January. Okay. Which really isn't going to affect us because right now CAP isn't taking their full allotted amount, and they're forced to cut 10%, which they were already operating at less than. Oh. So it, it thankfully, we don't have, we won't see any shortages in... In Arizona. Some of it will hit farmers, but there were some things that Shade talking yesterday where some cities that aren't using it or all of it are giving it to the farmers. So there's going to be a, a, a not a big change. But anyway, we were trying to picture and paint the picture of how much is 50,000 acre feet of water. And I multiplied 78 by 78 where I needed it, the square root of 78. So the map image I painted was like 6,000 square miles, but it's, it's only 78 square miles covered in one acre foot of water is what we were short, which would be the 303 and I-17. You take the 303 north to Thunderbird, Thunderbird over to the 101, back down to 10 and across. That is a 78 square mile block. If you could picture that area covered in one foot of water, that would give you the 50,000 acre feet of water that that's how much that's how much we're short in Lake Mead. Right. And that's what triggered the whole I think it's not even tier 1, it's like tier, tier zero. 0. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> well, we'll have CAP on in our water month Good. in October to talk about that uh, along with all the different aspects of water and it's it's a little more than that, I think, and we'll we'll figure that out when we talk to CAP because you couldn't just let that go from Lake Powell. There's got to be a water level management in Powell. Because if it was as easy as just opening it up and cheat it and, and flooding <laughs> Lake Mead with that water that's obviously in Lake Powell, they would open it up and do it. That would make a lot. So you would need more water in Lake Powell. So we're a little bit bigger of a shortage than just that 50,000 acre feet because that reserve isn't in Powell. But all those things we'll talk about coming up in uh, October. You got started on this water topic about three years ago. I'm like, gosh, this is so boring. And then as it goes on, I'm like, the roles are like reversed. I get stuck on water and I can see your eyes starting to glaze over like you're back on water again. No. No, it's, I mean, it's, 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 um, well, here's the thing. And the estimated world population hit a billion in 1804. That was 215 years ago. Okay. And in 215 years, 
it grew, we're at 7.7 billion right now. So it grew by 6.7 billion in a 200 year window. And only 3% of the water (laughs) on the globe is potable. But like you Reduce, say, innovate, reuse, recycle. <laughs> innovation solves a lot of it. It really does. And this isn't a, 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 a segment to instill fear in anybody. Uh, we can manage this. We really can, and we will. And management starts with education. If you yeah. understand where your water comes from and how to use it and how to use less as an investment to your future, it's, it's real easy to do. You don't have to make major lifestyle adjustments. We're using the same amount of water in Arizona right now as we were in 1957 when we only had one, me- one million people living in the whole state. We're at seven million now, and we're using the same amount of water. And a lot of people immediately jump to the fact, well, yeah, that's because we're not farming as much. But true but the farmers today are using and, a lot less water the technology and they're and so much more productive water. per acre than yeah. they've ever been the the yields are higher per acre with less water so it's it's less farming land but it's also increased farming technologies absolutely so we're looking forward to october we've spent a lot of time and uh they've even offered you've taken the helicopter ride with uh, SRP, SRP, SRP and flew over Bartlett Dam. They're offering to give us a little CAP helicopter tour of the canal. Great. And then one more math correction on that, and then we'll get off water for this Saturday, is the design holding volume of water in the 336 miles of CAP is 1.5 million gallons. That's 30 times the 50,000 or, or acre feet of water. That's 30 times the shortage volume that we are mead. in mead. So I wonder if you could pump out of CAP back into mead <laughs> and cheat it that way. Oh, look, turns out we are all right. <laughs> all right. So water, that's, that's the whole month of September. We just wrapped October. up. I think it's September. September's digital home. I'm sorry. No, it is October. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're talking. You're about absolutely October. right. I need, I need that full month to finish all the research. Too. So... <laughs> Let's get back to security. What have you got there? Well, this isn't security. This was a story about labor. We always talk about our our contractors right now. There's a labor shortage and a career in the trades and having a trade and skilled labor shortage. It's it's across every element. I mean, you've got billboards screaming for mechanics. You've got people screaming for carpenters. You've got people screaming for, for agriculture. Everything, for everything. Every type of labor. And this was a story that was in just about every publication. This one I'm holding is the Casa Grande Dispatch, but I saw it in the Republic. I saw it on KTAR. And it's a woman by the name of Rachel Miller who's a welder in Goodyear and works in the same warehouse that the original Rosie the Riveter from World War II uh, came from. All right. So it was, it was just a neat story about, you know, the, the role of female in the labor force. It's not something that we traditionally think of as a solution, but, you know, that is, there are jobs and trades for women. Uh, I can't tell you what I would pay a bilingual female project superintendent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and on this topic of employment. So, 
Tell me how much, and then I'll tell you if I identify yeah. as a woman. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Si habla español? Yeah, right. Is that for starters? <laughs> if you're in the trades and you're looking to upgrade your career path, go to rosielnouse.com, which is now the number one contractor referral service in Phoenix and in Tucson, and find a specialist in the trade you want to, to build a career in, there isn't anybody in the Rosie on the House Network that isn't hiring. Uh, my good friend Tom Riley up in Prescott, Rosie certified remodeling contractor. Right now, uh, he was looking for an estimator, a production manager, and a production and a project manager. Tom's probably not filled all three of those. He's just one. Then Stampede Plumbing was t- reaching out to me the other day. What can we do about finding plumbers? I said, well, I'll tell you what. I'll just let them know. Give you a call. Don't get your windows replaced until you get an education and a quote from the experts at Pella Windows. So we've got Adam Homer in. Your fiberglass product, in my opinion, it's the right window for Arizona. Explain that a little bit. Pella's got a patented process. Uh, they pull trued fiberglass through this die. Uh, it's a matted material. So unlike a like the back of a shower enclosure, you know how it's random strands and yes, you know, it's yes. all pokey. Right, right. That's not what our windows look like. Uh, it looks like almost like a window screen mesh when it comes through and, and ready to uh, to put into the frame. And once it's all heat sealed and and made rigid, it goes through a powder coating process. So you can get a really nice looking window that's very strong, very durable. What matters is how you treat your doors and windows. They are the weakest link. Take the time to think through the right door and window. Pella's two locations in Scottsdale and Tucson. Find them at rosieonthehouse.com under Certified Partners. Boy, that sounds good. That makes you happy right there. Just that little soundtrack. Before we get to the calls at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Here's our weekly listener appreciation text ticket giveaway. This is for Arizona Diamondbacks as they host the San Diego Padres, September 3rd, 641st pitch. Text the answer to 411-923, the trivia question that was asked in our weekly newsletter. What hotel did our staycation winner stay at in Cottonwood? Text know, that answer. <laughs> well, text the answer to 411-923. And we'll pick a random right winner at the end of this programming segment and send you to September's third game, Diamondbacks, as they take on the Padres, 6.40 p.m. And they already sealed the envelope, so I can't tell if there's a parking pass. Sometimes we have them, sometimes we don't. But regardless, they're great seats. They're right above the home team dugout. It's like row 18, and it's in the first few seats. It's uh, They are good I seats. Mean, you're, you're like almost right on the field. Right in foul range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your mitt. All right, let's get to, I don't see a name on line one. Let me see. Guy. Guy. Welcome to the broadcast. How may we help you? Hi, um, I had a general question um, about my pool. I had some major work done on it uh, a couple of months ago, and I've been having nothing but problems, and I'm having a hard time getting the contractor to come out to fix uh, stuff that's still done. 
or it still needs to be done. And I'm beginning to think that I might need to go through a complaint process. And I was wondering if I could get some information on how to do that. Like if I need to have some other contractor come out and say, this is not done right, or that's not done right or whatever. Well, for the sake of all the listeners, let's just clear the air in one area. Is this, is this a Rosie certified contractor or not? Uh, no, I was told okay. no. Okay, all right. Because uh, if it, if they're Rosie certified and you have a complaint, you just call me and we take care of it. The fact that it's not Rosie certified, the next question we have to ask is, are they licensed in Arizona? Uh, yeah, they're licensed and well-known. Okay, all right. Then what you want to do is you want to put in writing, don't leave it to a phone call, don't leave it to a conversation put it in writing your the list of your grievances with the dates and give them a certain amount of time to respond and satisfy you if they don't in the meantime you can call the registrar of contractors and ask them to send you a complaint resolution package that starts with all of this stuff you're going to put in the letter anyway so you're going to have to do this homework anyway but i find putting the complaint in writing and put it in the hands of the right supervisor generally gets the results done. If it doesn't, you've got the register of contractors and uh, just thank, just be thankful you live in Arizona with the mm -hmm. register of contractors. Right. And I'm not sure if it's important what the issues are, but the main thing is, is that I'm really, they completed the job and I'm really not getting any service. Um, it took them three weeks to come out to fix a problem that I saw with the spa. And then they noticed a little bit of a leak in the spa. They pulled out the light and it's just hanging out there in the pool now. They said they were going to have to have a diver come out and they were going to call me, but that's been two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, a guy, put it in writing, send it in to him, send it up as, I, and I would even send it registered mail, and I would send it to the person who's been on your job the most and is most familiar with the details, and then I'd send it to his superior, and then I'd send it to the president of the company. It's not too much to send three letters and just see if that doesn't trigger some kind of response. There's another job. If you like scuba diving, you could be a pool repairman in Arizona. Well, <laughs> we've got that. We've got that welding school in the in, West Valley. In the West Valley, that wants us to do a broadcast underwater in their pressure tank while we're underwater welding. You up for that, Rosie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Gary, you mentioned that there is a company that won a bid on a multi-million dollar contract, a contractor that had to cancel because they cancel. didn't have labor. Well, he, he had uh, his labor, of course, but they couldn't meet the due date for the project to be finished. And they had to turn the, the bid back and turn it down, turn down the job. Oof. Yeah. All right, Debbie's in Tempe. Next wants to talk about something in her yard. And we've got a couple text questions we'll, raffle th we'll shuffle through in a quick... Uh, quick lightning round and then the correct answer was pines hotel if you answered pines motel uh watch your phone we're gonna pick a random right winner here at bottom of the hour news and send you to the diamondbacks game on what's the third is that wednesday night i think so
It's game day. Congratulations, ASU Sun Devils, on your win this week. I do not think the Wildcats play till next week, and I think they're actually playing the Lumberjacks. So it'll be uh, be an interesting game. Well, We're- speaking of uh, winning and things coming up, our Tucson partners won some great awards from Arizona Daily Star Best Choice. Best Is that how you yeah. say it, Romy? The Arizona Daily Star's Best Choice Awards. Yes. And we had many partners down there win. Rosie on the House won Best Homeowners Resource. And we're starting to get calls from other people who'd like to be part of that. So I, I met a lady this morning online on the phone. And her she owns Fabrics to Go in Tucson. She is 92. And she works six days a week. She's been in that. She's had that little company for 74 years. And she has just won a woman's uh, entrepreneur award and she's coming to Phoenix. We'll see if we can get her to come oh, on here and visit hoop. with her, but she's got a lot of Arizona history stored up in her memory. And so she wants to jump on the Rosie on the house. Certification. Yeah. She said she's listened to you for a long time. What and a always hoop. wanted to do it. She said, I'm just, you know, getting started kind of late. So any 92 <laughs> year old that's been working six days a week for 74 years. Well, she started at seven days a week. Got, now she's six. Got, oh my <laughs> well, gross. she's got my vote. That lady knows how to work. All right, so that, I'm doing the math here. I think uh, over five years in business. Is that correct? That's uh, that's the minimum, the minimum standard. Okay. Yeah. So 74, I, I think she's all right. Yeah, I, th- okay. I was just checking. Yeah. <laughs> well, shall we jump to the... Uh, so does that mean she started when she was 18? She well, must have been pretty young. <laughs> in Tucson. Mm-hmm. 74 years ago. How many people were in Tucson 74 oh, years I, ago? Well, I know the traffic was better back then. <laughs> Man. Traffic everywhere was better back Man. then. <laughs> All right. Debbie and Timpy's next on the line at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE4U. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Rosie and Romy. Uh, we would like a recommendation for an installer for a channel drain or a trench drain across our concrete driveway to redirect rain uh, water to our landscaping. All right, so, so like rain harvesting. The yes, the rainwater that's currently falling on your driveway is yes. is draining to the street and towards the right. end of your driveway, down by the sidewalk. Before it enters the street, you'd like to capture it and redirect it. Absolutely, that's what we'd like to do. Now. Let me ask you this. The water that's actually falling on your driveway probably isn't very much unless the roof is sloped to where you could capture some of that in a rain gutter. Do we have any roof yes, we, do we have any roof drainage? Yes, there is because there's a 90 degree angle between um, the front of the garage and our porch that extends toward the street, and we do cat we put we do put a large rain barrel there to catch water oh, that comes great. off of the roof at that point. So this would definitely channel that toward this um, channel drain or trench drain. Okay, so you're capturing, you're already harvesting the water coming off the roof. Here's the dilemma, Debbie: if we're draining the water downhill at the driveway where it meets the sidewalk. That's probably one of the lowest places on your property. So to get it back up to where you want to use it, we've either got to put in some kind of a sump and sump pump, which doesn't really make it too feasible. 
Do you think your homeowners association would tolerate you replacing some of the concrete driveway with a permeable paver driveway? Well, we don't have an HOA here um, okay. in the city of Tempe. Okay. And this is, we do collect quite a bit of water um, into that barrel there, Rosie, and having the channel drain that would run east to west, um, that it would flow into that and then passively just by gravity go to the east and west side of our driveway to our landscaped areas. That's kind of the idea that we have. Okay. So some somebody's got to get in there and, and uh, saw cut or hydro shoot uh, a pipe under the driveway and then passively connect it to this tank that you already got and then distribute it accordingly. Yeah, I have. I think I have a couple people that could take a look at that for you. Okay. Okay. What we were thinking was um, the type of channel drain or trench drain where it's several inches wide, extending the width of the driveway where it looks like a grate. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we need the, the concrete installer and somebody who could do those cuts for us. Yes, please. Yeah, I would tell you that you could call... Uh, our East Valley landscaper, CYC Landscaping, or our Scottsdale landscaper, Think Green Irrigation and Landscaping. I, I believe either one. They do outdoor kitchens, ramadas, concrete work, paver work, drain work. Uh, they have, each, either one of those have all the trades. Now, this is a fairly small job. If they can't get to you in a reasonable amount of time, then call me back and I'll break one of my guys loose and we'll come over there and saw cut it and put that drain in for you. That sounds great, Rosie. Thanks so much for your help. Okay, CYC or Think Green Irrigation and Landscaping. See if either one of those can have a guy they can cut loose and, and uh, get that done for you. Like I say, if not, we have a small projects division because uh, a lot of people just don't want to do the small jobs. They can't break a whole crew loose to go do that. So at Rosie Wright Remodeling, uh, we've got a couple guys that we kind of keep available to knock out those simple, small projects. And we're getting ready to start a, a million-dollar remodel on the side of Camelback Mountain, so we do those too. <laughs> but we like doing – I personally like doing the small jobs a lot better. You get in, you get done, and you go on to the next one. Those big jobs where you're on the project for 14 or 16 months kind of wear me down. <laughs> but I've got the guys on staff that love them. <laughs> it's uh, time for our weekly to-do. We Every single week, we have a new to-do. Sometimes I don't always get them on air. It uh, just depends on the caller load and the text load. And uh, it's a new feature to Rosie on the house, and sometimes I just plum forget. <laughs> but <laughs> our goal is You're to... the one that came up with it, too. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> our goal is to have one maintenance item every single week that we cover just to help us keep on top of projects around the home. I have not gotten to this point yet, but if we live in and manage our homes that it had to be sold at any given moment, 
uh, the, the condition your home's going to stay in is better. Your quality of life is going to be better. Being able to sell and move, you're going to get a better price for your home if something happened and you weren't expecting to move, but you had to move. Job relocation, family, whatever the case. And you had these 50 projects that you uh, had been putting off getting done and didn't have the time for. You know, uh, that's all going to be negotiated out of your equity. Now you're talking about my house. <laughs> <laughs> And, and maintenance is, is ongoing and never stops. So if we just tackle one a week, one a week, let's do one a week. And this week, it's all about our appliances, cleaning and caring for appliances. If you've got, you open up your dishwasher, and you've got the rack that falls out, and you've got those little pins that stick out that you put your cups on. Maybe you've got seven, eight of those have broken off, or it doesn't roll well. Now, let's take an inventory of all the little things on our appliances that don't work and get those replaced. You can go to, uh, there's warehouse companies, uh, Bayer Appliance on our network. They've got a great warehouse if you want to bring in what you've got. Uh, they, if they don't have the part, they can order it for you. If you want to schedule one of their guys to come do the install. If it's a more complicated uh repair or you need to it's an appliance you can't move yourself you know maybe we've got to get to the back of your kitchen uh, refrigerator how heavy is that a lot of homeowners aren't don't have the equipment to make those heavy equipment moves and repair the parts so this week it, you go, it goes through the refrigerator the microwave the dishwasher and the oven and you can go through and you know like i said just all your kitchen appliances, let's take an inventory if they're not cleaned on the interior, if we haven't cleaned the coils lately, and if there's any broken or missing components, let's get those price estimates for those parts and, you know, make a plan to get them repaired if, you know, it's not feasible or financially makes sense to do it this week. You can go to rosieonthehouse.com. We have a hashtag for it. Each one of our to-dos, we have a hashtag to make it easy to search for, and it's Junk under appliances is what we labeled this one. And then if you are a Homesada Premium subscriber that unlocks the maintenance element of the digital app, you can schedule that in your calendar as a completed task list. And if you've got follow-up to order parts, you can schedule those follow-ups and, and help keep those on your calendar. You can sync that calendar with your phone, so it'll be a reminder this week, boom, Remember to stop by Bayer Appliance and get these four parts ordered. And a perfect example of that is recently at my house, I have an oven that's really, really, really old. <laughs> I mean, it's really old. It's made by Thermador. It's 40 years old, but it vents to the outside. Anytime I'm cooking in my oven, I can turn on a fan motor that takes the heat out of the kitchen and exhausts it up through the roof. For that reason alone, I don't want to get rid of it. I love that aspect of it. But an element went out, and I called a couple of the appliance places to try and find where I could get the element, and they all laughed at me, and they said, we're not an antique store. <laughs> we're, an we're an appliance parts store. I... I researched and researched, and I found a place that would sell me that coil. It was right here in town. Went and got it, put it in. That oven works good as new. I got to fix the hinges, spring hinges on it. But, I mean, it's just a perfect example. Then I put all that information into Homesada. So I don't have to remember all the work I went through 
to find the part to that one piece of equipment. I just open that page at Homezada, bada bing, bada boom. The phone number's there. The name of the person to help me is there. The part number is there. Boom. I love it. And a, a case example, we had to replace the garbage disposal in our kitchen sink about a year ago and took a picture of the box, took a picture of the unit installed, and it's saved in the inventory part when you're inventorying your home and, and you're building out all of your the details in your home. So if it ever breaks again, it doesn't have to be me that remembers what it is and where it is. <laughs> the receipts in there, Amanda can get on her phone, go to Central Arizona Plumbing Supply, show them the picture of the garbage disposal and say, here, I, I need want, I that. I want one. <laughs> I want one like this. So that's our, our weekly to-do, and we cover that in the third segment of uh, our open home hour, which is now our 10 o'clock hour. It used to be 9, but we switched it to 10 because when we have great guests in like today, Clay, and we end up with a lot of questions afterwards, we want to be able to give our guests and our listeners an opportunity to connect. And we found that was really hard to do closing out the 10 o'clock hour when the next radio station needed the phone line for their radio yeah. program. So we switched those two hours to make it better uh, service for our partners and our listeners that wanted to connect as a result of the content they heard on this broadcast. Let's get to Christine and Sun Lakes. Another drainage question. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. My backyard drains toward my house. Ooh. I have a porch on the end, which is a concrete slab porch. And of course, every monsoon, it comes into the porch. I've been told I have no stem wall on that porch. Um, I have had two big pits dug to take the water off. And if it really rains, they don't do any good. Uh-huh. And I've had a 16-inch French drain put along the back of the house. It still doesn't do any good. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're, we'll probably give you the same recommendation as CYC. CYC. Yeah. Your Sun Lakes, they're in Mesa. You can find them at rosyonthehouse.com or, oh, I had their partner page open a minute ago before I clicked off. Uh, I was going to look up their phone number, but, well, that's going to have to wait because I'm over the time for the break. We'll have that coming back right here at Rosie on the House. Oh, wait, here it is real quick. Five. Three nine twenty five ninety seven. Yes, yes. That's like the Pledge of Allegiance <laughs> and and the Star Spangled Banner. I almost cry every time I hear it. The Declaration I, of Independence and the oh, Constitution. Oh, man. <laughs> We've yet to get any of the kids back to an LSU game, but they all know when they hear that. Bump, 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 bump. means mean, be quiet. Game time. I mean, when I hear it, it puts me right back into the seats at the <laughs> Death Valley Stadium that I grew up in with my dad and my mom right by my side. I mean, every time I hear that. It takes me right back to 1964, watching Joe Labruzzo return, kick and punt off returns, 
Yes, with mom and dad. Oh, that's great. I love that music. Oh, and back then in Baton Rouge, the traffic was so easy to get to the stadium. Not so much anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> Who cares? All right, last segment. Can we stay on home improvement? One more segment. Then, okay. we can, then we'll be released for your football. Yes. <laughs> Roland, welcome to the program. How may we help you? We had a, a couple tiles break in our kitchen. We were sitting at the table, and all of a sudden, there was a real loud, loud <laughs> this was as loud as like a twenty-two pistol. Yeah. Bang. And uh, we looked around, and then we saw these two tiles right down where the leg of the, that holds up that edge of the granite was. And this is a post-tension slab. Okay. Do I need to be worried, or should I just have the tile replaced? Well, um... When you pull that tile, I'd sure take a look and make sure that there wasn't any uh, surface damage of the concrete. I mean, I, I've never heard of one of the post-tension cables themselves popping unless somebody actually saw cut it <laughs> during a remodel. And, and but, you would know because they say when that happens... It's ugly. I mean, it, it, it will tear through the whole house. Yeah. Those, those post-tension rods in that slab are tensioned to over 30,000 pounds. So, um, I would... But what would, what would cause the floor to crack? I'm trying to figure that out right now. <laughs> well, uh, there, there's a couple... the tile broke and not yeah, the... There, there's a couple things that could cause that. When you post-tension the slab... You're taking your wet concrete and you're smushing it together as hard as possible to over 30,000 pounds with these rods that are going through the slab. That can cause wrinkles in the top of your concrete. Not big wrinkles, but little wrinkles. Wrinkles enough for when the tile setter gets there, it drives him nuts and he has to put some leveler on there first. I'm guessing that probably what happened is one of those leveling areas have probably let go. It would be my guess from what you've told me over the phone. But I would want to get I would want to get there and put my eyes on it and really look it over. If only two have broken, you don't have much to lose. Remove them, patch them, and let's see if it happens again. But if you're yeah. You got a suggestion for somebody that can do that? Uh, to do a little tile repair? Yeah. Uh, Where are you? Like Crossroads. Oh, uh, 220th Street in Ocotillo. And Chandler? in Ocotillo. Chandler? Yeah, East Valley uh, Floors. Creek. Yeah, East Valley Floors. The man's name is Vaughn. I'd have, I'd have Vaughn come out and take a look at it for you. You can find him at rosieonthehouse.com, which, oh, have I mentioned this show that we've been the number one contractor referral directory <laughs> for the last decade in Phoenix? And as of Thursday night, we are now the number one favorite homeowner resource in Tucson, Arizona, along with most of our Tucson partners. Omni Pool Builders won in three categories. West Coast Roofing won the roofing category. And New Frontiers Painting, Rebath of Tucson, Connecticut, 
Joel Kahn, Arizona Foundation Solutions, Ram Jack of Arizona, and Overhead Door of Tucson all won favorites. The best choice of Arizona, best choice of Tucson, was dominated by Rosie on the house. I'm a proud papa. I'm going to go take a nap and get ready for the LSU game. (laughs) 